Hey everyone, I'm Renny, and today I'm going to be teaching you how to not go broke trying to survive a recession. I'm very excited to say that this podcast is brought to you in partnership with Lemonade Finance. If you don't know already, Lemonade is the platform I have been partnering with for over a year now, and they are doing the damn thing when it comes to sending money internationally. Lemonade is a mobile app that allows users in Canada and the UK to send money to Ghana, Nigeria, Ivory Coast, Senegal, Benin, Cameroon, Tanzania, Rwanda, and Kenya at zero fee. Yes, I said zero fee, and not only are there no fees, but the transfers are sent in minutes. People I've sent money to in Nigeria have received funds in just one or two minutes. It's really quick. You can use my referral code XLRENI to sign up, and if you're in Canada, you'll get 10% cash back when you make a single transfer of 100 Canadian dollars or more to supported African countries. If you're in the UK, you'll get 10% cash back capped at 50 pounds when you make a single transfer of 100 pounds or more to supported African countries. And if you're not in Canada or the UK, don't worry, I didn't forget you. They are growing rapidly and will likely be in your country soon. Again, if you want to sign up, you can use my code or you can use the link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to this week's episode. Okay, hello everybody. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a good day, night, evening, whenever you're listening to this. I hope that you are doing well. I'm actually recording this on my birthday, July 11, 2022. I just turned 26 years old and honestly, I'm feeling so grateful and blessed to like have made it this far. And I think this year is going to be one of my best years yet, God willing. So thank you all for rocking with me and for listening to this episode. I also wanted to say that this is a podcast and also it goes on YouTube. Some people seem to not know that, but I have a YouTube channel as well. It's XO Rennie. And you can watch this podcast on YouTube as well. If you wanted to see the guests, for example, and see what they look like and see our mannerisms. I feel like it's funnier watching. But yeah, so yeah, if you want to, I just want to give that caveat and let everyone know that there are other places to watch this other than just here on whatever podcast platform that you're listening to it on. I also want to say thank you so much for the growth that's happening with this podcast. I think we're at over 9000 downloads at this point and my podcast is growing way faster than my YouTube channel did obviously when I started because I have a bit more of a platform right now. So again, very grateful. Thank you so much. The only thing I don't like about podcasts is that I can't see your feedback. I can't see if you actually like the podcast or not because there's no comment section. So if you do like the podcast, I do appreciate if you either go onto YouTube and write a comment or if you use the rating section on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts and you actually rate it there. Or if you screenshot the episode and tag me and tag uh, don't go broke trying on Instagram, then that's a great way for me to see that you actually like the content that I'm putting out because otherwise I can only see the downloads. So yeah, as you heard in the intro today, I'm going to be talking about the recession and I'm sure many, many, many of you have heard what a recession is and you've heard, you've seen all the headlines on Twitter, on news, everywhere about an, what's the term, uh, a, an upcoming recession that's coming up. And I want to tell you what steps you should take to prepare in case we do head into this recession that people are saying we are going to head into as well. I also want you to know that the recession happens 
recessions happen on a regular basis so this is not something new but you should be prepared financially and today as i said i'm going to teach you how to not go broke trying to survive a recession so let's go into the dictionary definition of what a recession is i think that's important a recession is a i'm gonna take this from forbes and a recession is a significant decline in economic activity that lasts months or even years and experts declare a recession when a nation's economy experiences negative gdp or gross domestic product, rising levels of unemployment, failing retail sales, and contracting measures of income and manufacturing for an extended period of time. And recessions are considered an unavoidable part of a business cycle or the regular cadence of expansion and contraction that occurs in a nation's economy. So you know how I'm always talking about how like in investing there are ups and there are downs and like, you know, eventually the market goes up, but you the downs are inevitable. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This recession where inflation is going nuts and people are getting laid off from their jobs and things are becoming unaffordable. This is exactly what a recession is. So we have been going through the up, up, ups. Now we're going to maybe maybe towards the downs. The market hasn't been doing too hot lately. And again, that's okay. If you are a seasoned investor, this is actually the time where you are excited rather than not excited. You are so so let's talk about first what causes a recession, because I think a lot of people don't even know what causes a recession. I have a few things, again, from the Forbes article that they mentioned. So the first thing would be a sudden economic shock. And an economic shock would basically be like a problem that creates serious financial damage that is very sudden. An example of this would be like the COVID outbreak that we had, which basically shut down the entire world and our biggest economies worldwide. Everyone was at a standstill. As we know, there was not really much for people to do. Lots of businesses had to close. So this is an example of a sudden economic shock. And of course, we saw once that happened, the markets tanked as well, but it actually rebounded pretty, pretty quickly. But now we're seeing the after effects, things are happening, and the market is going down, down, down again, which is, again, not a bad thing. It's just a temporary thing, but the markets will eventually go up. The next thing that causes a, that what, something that causes a recession could be excessive debt. So when individuals or businesses take on too much debt, the cost of servicing debt can come to a point where people just can't pay their bills anymore. And then a lot of people going into debt causes bankruptcies, which then capsize the entire economy. So that's another reason why sometimes we head into a recession. And again, as things are becoming more and more affordable, interest rates are rising. It makes sense that people literally cannot afford to pay off their debts anymore. And again, they have to file bankruptcy. Another thing that causes a recession is too much inflation. I'm sure you all have, again, seen the titles about inflation lately. Inflation is nuts. And if you don't know what inflation is, inflation is essentially the steady upward trend in prices over time. So say last year you bought something for $199. This year it's $249. And you're like, hmm, it doesn't seem like a lot, but like it, that's a huge increase in in uh, the price over just a short period of time. So this is what we see. And of course, our salaries probably aren't increasing by the same percentage. So that's what makes things so affordable. If prices were increasing by 10%, but our salaries were also increasing by 10%, it would be okay because you know we can still afford to buy these things. But right now, salaries are not increasing on average, not increasing by the same amount as inflation, which is why things are becoming so unaffordable. So 
inflation isn't a bad thing per se. It's always happened. It always will happen. But excessive inflation is a dangerous phenomenon. Right now, we're actually, I think it's the highest inf- uh, level of inflation in, I don't know how many years, but it's a very long time. And I think we're about 7% or 6% inflation here in Canada. So that is a lot of inflation. That is a, that is excessive because, again, if your salary is increasing by only 3%, then a 6% increase in the price of goods is not beneficial, is not very helpful for you. The next thing that causes a recession is too much deflation. So that's the opposite of inflation. So while inflation can cause a recession, deflation can also cause a recession. And can it be worse, actually? Deflation is when the prices decrease drastically over time, which causes wages to contract. So say the price of gas was, say the price of goods were $1.99, as I said, but now they're selling for $1. The business has to sell more of that product in order to afford their employees, which means they're going to have to lay people off and then they can't afford as many people and then people are losing their jobs and it goes and it keeps going on and on and on from that. So this will further depress prices as a result. So while we don't like inflation, we also don't like too much deflation as well. So when a deflationary feedback loop gets out of hand, people and businesses actually stop spending, which then undermines the economy. So there's another problem with deflation. So that's another reason why recession a recession may happen. Again, we don't want this. So the next thing that causes a recession is technological change. And this is basically when there are lots of new inventions that increase uh, productivity and they help the economy. But short term, it may not be as beneficial as we thought. So long term, yeah, it's great. But short term, not so much because a lot of people may lose jobs. For example, when we had the Industrial Revolution, people's entire professions were just obsolete. And obviously, when a lot of people are out of work, then that is not a good thing for for us as a country, as an economy. And if you look at us today right now, AI, like artificial intelligence and robots and all these things, could be eliminating many, many jobs across different fields. So these are a lot of the ways that inflation, uh, that recessions happen. And I just wanted you to be aware of those so you can maybe identify the signs of why a recession may be happening. So I've talked enough about what a recession is and why it happens, but let's talk about what you can actually do to prepare yourself. Because honestly, if you look at all those things, some most none most of them are happening right now so we want to make sure that they don't affect you in case they do in case this recession does happen so i saw a thread on twitter by a finance creator called rajat sony he is also a canadian finance creator i will leave his link in the description box you should follow him but he had some tips on how to prepare for a recession and what his financial plan looks like preparing for a recession so i took a few of his tips with credit, of course, and I added some of my own as well. So here are the few things that I will continue to do uh, to prepare for this recession. The first thing is I'm going to continue to buy stocks. I know that seems like kind of crazy. It's like, okay, the whole market is crashing. It's in the red. It doesn't look too hot right now. And you're going to buy more stocks. And the answer is yes. The same plan that I've had from the beginning of the year is the same plan I'm having, even though the my portfolio is in the mud right now. And the reason that I'm doing that is because the fundamentals do not change, even though the market is down. As I said, if you look at the market in the grand scheme of things, if you zoom out, the market is actually 
has always gone up in the long term. So if you're investing for maybe a two to three year period or less, a one year period, six months period, like some people invest, then, okay, I would not continue investing for those specific short term goals. But if you are investing for the long term, then I definitely suggest investing and continuing to start continuing to invest the same way that you were investing before. Nothing has changed. Our plan remains the same. And I say this because this is actually one of the best times to buy. Like it's easy to be scared because all you see is red in your portfolio. But this is one of the best times to buy because the stocks and the companies are technically on sale. However, I want to give a caveat for that, that not every company will survive the recession. And that's what you need to realize. Just because some companies did well are at a discount right now does not mean that they will not go to zero and then be obsolete and never return. So the companies that you're investing in have to be solid companies. And I'm going to be interviewing someone who's going to teach us how to research uh, for different stocks, but you want to invest in solid companies. Or if you don't want to do all that research, you can invest in index funds and ETFs, index ETFs. So what I'm actually doing is instead of trying to pick individual stocks and like see which one is best, because I don't really have the time and energy to be researching stocks anymore, truthfully, I have been investing in index ETFs. And that's essentially a group of companies that track the S&P 500. And the S&P 500 is the top 500 companies in the United States. So I invest in those 500 companies by buying a, a ETF called VOO or VFV. So that's what you can do as well. You can invest in one of those or there are lots of other options. And essentially, you're able to get a small piece of all of those companies. And the reason that I say I'm doing this rather than investing in individual stocks is because when with this approach, I'm able to spread my risk out amongst lots of companies and it's very unlikely that all 500 companies are going to crash you know the it's it's i think it's impossible if it does happen we have much bigger problems in this world if all 500 companies crash then we are doomed <laughs> but i am so confident in investing in those because i know there's it's very unlikely that all 500 companies will crash so that's what i've been doing that's what i will continue to do and that is my suggestion for all of you and this is our financial advice by the way just by the way okay so the next thing that you want to do is you want to lower your spending on wants so i know i know we want to enjoy our life we want to chop life we want to have a soft life but in order to cut your expenses, you're going to have to cut something from your budget. And the reason I say that you should be looking to cut your expenses is because right now things are expensive and a lot of people may lose their job during the recession. So in order to prepare for that, we want to lower our spending on wants now. Everyone should have a budget. I hope you have a budget or at least some kind of template or guideline for your money, hopefully. And instead of cutting from your needs, like you need food, you need this, you need that. Instead of cutting from those needs you want to take from your wants instead i would much rather do that i don't know about you so or for example food is essential we all need to eat but the things that you eat can change so i want to eat out every single day of my life i do but instead i could order i could make food and maybe eat out once a week or twice a month for example so these are the types of things that i want you to start looking for in your budget what can you cut down on now so that you can start preparing for the recession that is probably probably gonna happen 
The next thing that you want to do in order to prepare for a recession is to not gamble. A lot of people will do things like selling their home because they think that the prices are dropping and they want to get out of the market before the prices drop. Or they start selling their stocks now and they're like, okay, I'm going to buy it back at the bottom and then because it will be cheaper then. And then, you know, everyone tries to do these things. And I'm like, you guys don't have a crystal ball. You don't know when the market is truly going to be at the very, very bottom. So the best thing to do would actually be to just keep holding and not make any emotional decisions. Stick to the plan that you had for your money before this recession was happening. Stick to the plan. So that would be my suggestion. Don't gamble with your money. Don't gamble with your retirement fund. Don't put it in crypto. Don't put it in anything very volatile. Just stick to the plan that you already have for your money and continue from there. But don't make any rash decisions or emotional decisions. And if you are someone who's super emotional about your money, another thing you could do is hire a financial advisor. Like it may be easier for you to hand over the reins to someone who is qualified to do this and who will not make emotional decisions with your money obviously you need to make sure you do a lot of research before you give that money to anybody but i think it is a good decision if you are someone who panic sells or thinks they can time the market you you can't i just want to say you cannot so it would be a good decision to outsource all these financial decisions to a advisor the fourth thing that I would suggest in order for you to prepare for the recession is to build your emergency fund. I say that before you start investing at all, you should have an emergency fund, a fully fu or at least be working on your emergency fund. And for those that don't know, an emergency fund is essentially a pool of money that you keep in cash, not in any investments, and it's there for you to hold until an emergency you don't use it for your mcdonald's money you don't use it for oh i need to buy this gift for a friend you don't use it for random things like that you use it for and strictly for your emergencies that may occur so i highly recommend that every single person builds an emergency fund even if there's no recession build it because you don't want to have to take from your investments in order to to live because the market is down and you need money urgently, but the only option that you have is your investments because everything is tied up in there. I don't want that for you because then you're selling your stocks at a loss, most likely because the market is down. So again, you want to have three to six months of expenses. And for the recession, you actually want to have six to nine months of expenses. And the reason for this, again, is because it's very, it can be extremely it can be harder to find a job if you were to lose one. So an example of a, a, a loss that you may have or an example of an emergency that you may have is losing your job and you may have to rely on those savings. But it can be much harder to find a job during recession than it is to find a job during regular times. So to avoid stories that touch, please start your emergency fund and you will feel a lot more relief. I think that's a good, honestly, anytime, not just during a recession, anytime you need to have an emergency fund and it will make you feel much safer and make you feel more confident in all the financial decisions that you're making because you know you have a backup plan. The fifth thing that you need to do in order to prepare for the recession is to eliminate as much high interest debt as possible. So as I said, again, when a recession is on the way or a recession is in full swing, Job loss is at a all-time high and interest rates will rise rapidly. So it's so important that you don't have high interest debt because then it can su like suffocate you. High interest debt is things that are more than 7% interest or more. So things like payday loans, 
credit cards, sometimes student loans, depending on if you have a private loan or not, these things, if you have these, the, this debt that is extremely high interest, you want to eliminate as much as possible before the recession. Because again, if you lose your job, that high interest debt will be compounding and compounding, and compounding, and you won't be able to catch up, unfortunately, because it will be much harder during a recession. So make a plan, prioritize paying off your debt over over investing and that would be my suggestion for all of you another way that you could tackle that debt is if you could consolidate all your debt into a high into a zero percent interest loan and then pay it off as fast as possible that way and if you want me to do a full episode on debt and how you can repay it you will let you can let me know but you can also listen to a few episodes ago we had sono on the podcast and talked he spoke about how we paid off twenty three thousand dollars in consumer debt we also had tokes on the podcast who talked about spoke about how she paid thirty thousand dollars in consumer debt so either one of those episodes would be great for you to learn from them listen to them and absorb the knowledge that they had because they were in quite a bit of consumer debt and imagine that consumer debt plus a recession, it would have been so much harder. So if you have any debt, prioritize paying it off before you start investing and before this recession does hit. The last thing that I would tell you to do in order to prepare for a recession is to upskill. I know that this sounds extra and like, you know, unnecessary. You're like, okay, we're talking about money. Why why do we need to upskill? But it's very important. As I've been mentioning many times before, during recession, People lose their jobs. They lose their jobs and then they can't find jobs for months and months and months. You want to make yourself as marketable as possible. And to do this, you want to do things like fix up your LinkedIn. I have videos on this if you want to watch them. You want to do some certifications that will make you a competitive candidate in your industry. You want to just take as many, you just want to do as many things that will make you as marketable as possible so that people will want to hire you. Okay, start looking for that job from now, okay? Because you never know what could happen. Entire teams get laid off because of a recession. And again, I don't want that to be you. So those were a few tips that I had for all of you. I hope this was helpful. This is just a quick episode to help all of you save your money and prepare for the in the upcoming recession that I feel like we are headed into and we never know how long it will take but I want to reassure you and tell you that the market always goes up long term it always has so there's no reason to think that it will not do that again in the future but I just want you to prepare financially because the peace that you will feel when you have a fully funded emergency fund when you have job prospects when you have no high interest debt is greater than any financial advice anybody or it's greater than anything that anybody could ever give you so i want you to feel that peace so prepare from early okay so thank you so much again for listening or watching this episode of don't go broke trying i hope this helped you to not go broke trying to survive the recession i want us all to get through this in one piece so thank you so much i will see you in the next episode where i'll be answering some of the questions that you have and i also have an upcoming episode where we're going to talk about crypto and nfts with someone who is an active investor in it so i can't wait to have you watched one of those episodes. Make sure you like, rate, and review. And thank you so much for watching or listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed and learned something new that will help you not go broke. If you like listening to this podcast, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, 
YouTube, or wherever you're listening and leave us a review. You should also share the love. We don't believe in hoarding knowledge over here. So if you learn something, take a screenshot and share this podcast on your Instagram story, tagging at don't go broke trying and at XLRenny. I would love to reshare. You can use the hashtag DGBTPod on Twitter to continue the conversation. And if you have a dilemma or a question about money that you would like answered, please email us at DGBT at ReniTheResource.com. This episode was brought to you by Lemonade Finance. Use my code XORENI for 10% cash back. This episode was produced by Pascal Adeshina with music by Wonder Girl.